Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women where we explore the awakening path and we attempt to do that in a way that is really open, really honest, and kind of radically vulnerable. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn. Today's episode is a weaving of shares from our community. It's an episode that I feel will really open the door to coming into high self, coming into soul self, coming into that heart open, soul aligned place, despite what you might be standing in. So despite the energetics that are surrounding you, despite the challenges that are coming your way, despite the fact that it might feel like you are in a dark night of the soul, right? And everything is being ripped away from you. All of your comforts are being ripped away. The norms of life are being shifted. Your bank account might be under attack. Your relationship might be struggling in ways that you never imagined it to be struggling. There are, I am guessing, if you're listening to this podcast while like close to the time it's being released, there are a lot of interesting things happening. And this morning, just before coming here and, and recording this with you, opened up the conversation in our Facebook group and just asked, what serves, you know, like what serves, what's useful, what's valuable, what can we explore in this podcast episode that will serve in this moment? Um, what, 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 can, what can we do? And the shares and the comments and the suggestions were amazing and beautiful and so super grateful for everyone who shared on there and, um, and, and sent love. Like there was also just this like ton of love, like huge love that was just being poured at me and at the rewilding team. And so just really grateful for that. And when I started to feel into like what's vibrating in my system or what's got juice behind it or what like kicks up energy. And I kind of do that in a way of, um, it's like when I facilitate or when I hold space or when I start to feel into, and I'm sharing this because it's something for you. It's something for each of us individually. So just, just bear with me. This isn't a story about myself. It's just kind of a way of talking about something that might give you some insights. And so as we go into this, before I start talking about that, I just want to invite you to open body wisdom, open mind wisdom, open emotional wisdom, open psychic wisdom, just start to open up the different wisdom centers in the body as we go into this, right? So if we can be in a receptive place, it will touch us differently. It will open up things differently. And so if we just imagine this is a conversation coming from my raw, vulnerable, open heart, to your raw, vulnerable, open heart, it will be a very different conversation. And so for me, it's just this really just kind of breaking open of what can serve in this moment. And, and with love, right? It's how does love want to pour through me? How can love pour through me in a way that most serves this moment, most serves those who will ever come into contact with this episode in whatever way, right? That, that's, that's a little practice. Um, it's a little practice you can feel into for yourself. So just as we sort of set ourselves up to be able to get the most out of, out of our time together, something else that's kind of coming to mind as we're sort of opening up and creating the space to have this conversation and this exploration within ourselves is to just check in with your grounding. Check in with base chakra. Check in with your grounding. Many of us have have gone up during this time. It's 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 a it's a common human response. It's a common way of protecting self. It's a common way of moving into survival mode. And so just checking in, where is your 
energy at. So many of us, our energy will just stay here. And, and for some, it's that we haven't felt our bodies in weeks or days. Like, my body, what? <laughs> I forgot that I have a body. Um, and for some of us, moving into the body is really painful. For some of us, moving into the body is really painful during these times because then we have to feel. Then we have to feel. And then we have to open up to gut wisdom. And we have to open up to heart wisdom. And we have to sense these deeper wisdom centers and let them start talking to us. So when we're just a hearer, you know, we don't have to feel, we don't have to hear our gut wisdom so loudly. And so it's just this invitation to just kind of check in. And that safety piece that I was talking about is <laughs> there's this, this, I'm kind of sharing another story just as an offering for what's in it for you. <clears throat> but there's this piece of safety and security has to be taken care of first for many before we can move into even thinking about our conscious evolution or our spirituality, right? It's, it's like, okay, this is a must have and this is a nice to have. So just feel into that for yourself. Just, just feel into that. And I know for us, it's been wild to share at a time like this. So to share Instagram posts, to share on Facebook, to share um, and feel into what's most supportive because when everybody is in survival mode, this conscious evolution, this, you know, honoring our spiritual selves sometimes is looked at as, are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? My, my mom is dying. You know, my dad is in the hospital fighting for his life. I'm quarantined to my 500 square foot apartment in New York City and I can't leave my house. And you're telling me that there's a perfection to this? You're telling me that this is part of my soul's evolution? Fuck you, right? Right? Can you, can you, I'm just bringing all of these things to light for us to explore this for ourselves, for us to explore this for ourselves. So I'm just going to drop pieces in here and there and different tools and different practices and different ways of, you know, kind of looking at things. And it's probably going to seem really random and, and really all over the place, but it's kind of meant to be that way. It's kind of meant to be that way in this particular energy that we're all sitting in at the moment. So I'm going to shift gears now. I'm going to just kind of park that. And that's something that you can just kind of feel into or reflect on for yourself. I'm not going to say what's right or what's wrong. You know, spirituality should always come over survival because we're all going to die anyways. And, and you know, that's, it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to offer that as something to feel into for self. Right. I'm, and I'm not saying one is better than the other. It's both. And right. Both. Both our spirit selves, our soul, you know, our, our higher selves and our humanity and our humanity, both and, both and, both and, both and. We are having a human experience. We do need to eat food or we won't be here, right? So it's just, but just offering that kind of perspective or that reflection point for, for all of us to feel into. Um, there were some requests on the thread this morning when I asked what would serve. There were some requests for shadow work, like, like I, I, I'm really in my root chakra or second chakra, a lot of root chakra stuff, of course. I mean, just it, it, of course, you know, root chakra, for those who maybe aren't familiar with root chakra is like the tribe. It's the tribe. It's um, survival. 
it's 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 home it's house it's like our roots it's our it's it's our 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 land you know like the land we we come from the tribe we come from or the tribe we've created it doesn't have to be where you were born but it's it's this like belonging it's your roots it's it's safety security it's it's money it's uh, it's 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 those things um, you could say money is in second chakra and you can get all sort of funky and wild with it but um, just feeling into like root chakra and so there were a lot of requests around shadow work in the root chakra and I'll just share this for whatever it's worth we do a lot of shadow work and rewilding Right, I mean, as you can imagine. I mean, the dark goddess is is kind of what we're known for. Bringing out the unconscious, bringing light into the hidden, going into the basement of self is a big part of our work. It's the depths and the, I shouldn't say it like that because that'll get us confused, but we do a lot of shadow work and rewilding. It's, it's just a big piece of what we offer out into the world. And right now, does not. <laughs> I'll say it from this point because this I can fully own. We are not called to be pushing into shadow realms at all in rewilding at all. So kind of how it feels for me and feels for us in, in, this, in this space, at least when feeling into the collective. So feeling into our different circles. So I hold many different circles and there are certain circles or, you know, like mini collective energies. So each circle of women or each tribe kind of holds a different vibration. So for instance, like inner circle is our online circle that holds a certain vibration. Um, we just did a feminine leadership online retreat and that's a circle that's still, that's still together that holds a different vibration. Our main rewilding group, like this podcast, our main Facebook group holds a very different vibration, right? They're very different vibrations. So if I were to feel into some of these other circles, heck yeah, heck yeah, there is a stability, there is a safety, there is a trust, there is a love, there is a, a, a level of um, consciousness held in that sacred space, held in that circle that allows for shadow work to happen during this time, that allows for conscious shadow work. It's like the psyche of that space is solid enough to be doing shadow work. The emotional systems are solid enough, they're strong enough, right? Like the psyche and the ego has to be in a solid enough place to be going into shadow work, to be going into shadow work. Now, when I feel into the collective, right? And what can we share on Instagram? What can we share? So sharing publicly, sharing publicly or sharing even in our Facebook group, that's a, that's still a very open, it's a very kind of public space. Yeah. It's got one little, one little wall around it, but it's just, it's, 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 it's a very different feel. It's very much public still a little bit of a temple space. <laughs> it's hard to explain it, um, but you might know what I'm talking about. And to feel into that is, um, wow, no, just not the time, not the time to be um, adding more fuel to the fire, to be shaking up more, to be rattling old foundations more like to add to it by facilitating practices for it or even like sharing Facebook posts around it or you know like because that just like brings someone's attention or awareness there and it's almost like the feel that I've gotten is I've got this um, I know that this sounds a little bit out there but let me explain this 
um, like the greater feminine, you know, like mother nature, the greater feminine, the goddess, the, the rise of the feminine, the dark goddess, you can just feel into whatever sort of archetypal, but it's an archetypal feminine energy. One that, and you can feel into who this feels like for you if you're versed in the goddesses or the different archetypes, or it doesn't matter if you're not, it doesn't matter. But it's this feeling of, I'm shaking things up in a way that no facilitator and no one human being could do, right? It's just this like whooshka of chaotic change and transformation and energy. And, and this is, I'm just sharing how this appears for me or feels for me or so that you can reflect on what is true for you and what this feels like for you. But it's quite literally like, yeah, I've got this, Sabrina. No need for you to be pounding your drum in someone's face right now. No need for you to be bringing out a Kali online retreat and adding. There's no need for that. Like, I've got it, <laughs> you know? I'm rattling the unconscious. I am rattling old foundations. I've got this. <laughs> When I feel into the collective, that's not to say that for you individually, shadow work isn't in your highest, right? That's not to say that as a group, that for instance, the feminine leadership group, we did do shadow work and that was just last week. So just, of course, there was building up safety and safety and safety and security and security and security and coming into a safe place to be able to access those realms. Here's something that's very true. You cannot access those realms when you're in a state of fear or panic. Let me see if I can say that better. Maybe it's not you cannot access them. It's that you have to work through all the defense mechanisms that hide that, right? Because all of those defense mechanisms are kicked up. All of those protection mechanisms, those armoring, those habitual things that we do to feel safe, right? Like eat a shitload of food, zone out to Netflix for 10 hours, fairy tale fantasy land about ex exes or um, future partners, or I don't even know, I, but right, like reading romantic novels for, for lots of the feminine and, and doing things, the escapism, um, the zoning out with drugs and alcohol, those sorts of things, right? Those are, those are really up when, when the fear state kicks in, when there's high anxiety. And so, so that's just another piece to feel into for self in this time is it might be that far out. And, and I know that this is true for me and this is true for, you know, women in that circle and other, other women that I know and other men that I know, like far out, this is giving me access to places in myself that nothing else would give me access to. And, and, and I am in a safe, secure, solid enough place to consciously work with what's being kicked up, to, to consciously work with what's being kicked up. And I have the tools and I have, you know, the, the spaces and the, 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 the practices and the whatevers to, to do that. And it is truly in my highest good. It is, it is truly serving me. So that's a piece to reflect on for yourself, for yourself. I know um, we, we have this, many cultures, we have this tendency where we just love getting in there, you know, and we, we want to feel like we're doing something and shadow work is, is oftentimes not subtle. And so it allows us to feel like we're doing something. We, we get to feel like we're making headway. So you can kind of check yourself on this part too, is almost this, addiction to the need to feel like you're moving along on your spiritual path or the addiction to shadow work, the addiction to being torn apart, ripped apart, making the unconscious conscious. So I'm just throwing a whole lot of things out there. I said, this is just going to be like a 
a buffet, <laughs> a buffet of offerings, um, and just allowing whatever to land and serve in whatever way that it serves for you. Okay, so letting that just kind of percolate. Percolate, percolate? I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce that today. Um, speaking of serving, I'm gonna put together something in our, for our community, something in rewilding that is like an introduction to rewilding and is kind of the overall view of this like path of coming home to self. Yeah, it, um, it's feeling like that's something that will really serve in the moment. And so there will be a portion of it, kind of the start of it, we'll just make that totally free and, and completely open to our community. So I don't know, maybe like a week or two, I don't know yet, I don't know yet. This is all very, very new to me, but like a week or two of rewilding, like of, of rewilding, of this path of the feminine, right? It really is a feminine path but it's also a masculine um, honored path. So it's the divine union within, it's very tantric based. So it's, it's understanding working with the divine masculine energies and the divine feminine energies and that union within. It's very shamanic. Um, so I don't have another way of saying that's very shamanic. Uh, it's very deep, it's very earthy, um, it's very otherworldly, it's very much traversing the realms, it's very much altered states of consciousness and the gifts that altered states of consciousness bring to us. Um, it's, what is it? It's reclamation. It's reclamation of all the parts of self. It's, of course, it's shadow work. It's um, the heights and the depths, so, honoring the heights, the depths, um, and I could talk about those in different ways, like spirit and soul. So honoring spirit, honoring soul, it's embodied, it's embodied spirit, it's embodied divinity, it's embodied self, it's soul gifts, it's the opening up to our soul path, our soul's longings, our soul gifts, also are just innate gifts that we have to bring through. It's the embodiment of spirit or of soul and then the radiation of that through us and out into the world. So how does that look for each of us uniquely? Like what is the expression of that out into the world? Uh, and it hit me that there isn't anything really that we've put together other than mystery school, which is like a two year process and you have to come to, you know, six retreats and it's, 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 it's a really huge investment of time and resources and effort. Um, but other than mystery school, there's really nothing that we've put together that really allows us to step into the fullness of this, this path of what the hell is rewilding for women? Like, what the fuck is this thing? Like, what is this? And I've never really explained it. You know, I think we do like little pieces here and we do little pieces there and we, you know, open up to this practice here. We do 12 days of circle. We really honor the feminine and we honor the embodiment of all these archetypes and we go into different goddesses and we, you know, go into medicine woman and we go into lover and we go into dark goddess and we go into warrior. Right, and, and, and so we, we look at all these, but there's nothing that I've put together outside of, like I said, mystery school, which is just, re it's beautiful and I love mystery school, but I, we can't even do mystery school right now because we can't gather in person. But to me, it's just time. It's time to hold a space, to create a space, to open up a, the door to being able to explored the fullness of of this path like what what is this thing right and and to me it's really a coming home to self and that's that's really what this journey is it's probably what i'll call it something like coming home to self like rewilding for women the path home to self i mean it's really coming home to self and it's um uh it's soul work it's big it's soul work it'll all be online 
it'll all be online uh, and we'll put it together. Like I said, there'll be a bit that's free. That's just like, I'd love to just share, you know, like the first two chapters <laughs> of, of this probably three month program. I think it's going to be 12 weeks. It's going to be pretty, um, it's, it's, there's a lot. <laughs> um, so anyways, I would love for all of you to join me for those first kind of two weeks of, of rewilding those first two weeks of this path home of this journey home. And it's full on, like I'm not holding back. Um, it's, it's really the, the, the fullness of this, uh, I guess, of, I guess my life's work up to this point, that sounds weird. And, but it's, it's not, it's the culmination of everything that I've done for years and years and years and all the things that have unfolded in mystery school and all the things that have unfolded in the reclamation of the feminine and all the things that have unfolded in the, in the, you know, creation from soul and the embodiment of soul, the bringing in of the divine, the, you know, the, the, the moving from that place, the, the, the living creating from that place. Um, so if you're up for that, which I don't see why anybody would not be up for two weeks of rewilding while we're all at home <laughs> anyways. Um, but if you're up for that, there will be a link to sign up for it. So I do need a sacred space to be able to do this. I do need a yes, right? I do need a yes from those who want to journey on this. And so it's just a sign up. The yes is just your name and email address saying like, yes, I'm in. I understand what this is <laughs> a little bit. You don't have to really understand what it is, um, but a yes. And so I need that. And you'll find that if you go to rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 86. It's this podcast episode number 86. So rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 86. You'll see a sign up there. You'll also see one. We'll get one in our Facebook group. We'll kind of get one out on social media all over the place. Um, we'll, we'll start to move this everywhere. It'll probably start, it'll start in April, sometime in April. Um, we'll, we'll just see. It just sort of came about yesterday. So that's my invitation um, to every woman. And it is going to be for women. So I know we do some of our free things for men and it's for women. So if you primarily identify as a woman, again, just feel into what that means for you, then you are so very welcome to be in this space. And it's that just because there is an honoring to that. There, there is an honoring to that and an honoring to certain practices and da 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 da, whatever. Um, so that's, that's going to be really full on and really exciting. Okay, let me go back to this next piece that I want to share. And it's this piece around hmm, shifting our radar. So again, remembering we're just kind of in this buffet in this like smorgasbord, probably said that wrong too, of different offerings and things to feel into. And when you start to feel into, um, I'm going to ask you to just be radically honest with yourself now. I'm going to ask you to just be so real, like so totally real. Get real. I mean, one of the biggest things on on this path of coming home to self is you've got to be honest with yourself, like honest, just honest. I mean, that is probably the number one practice that I could recommend anyone is just get so fucking honest. We lie to ourselves. We hide things from ourselves. We make up stories all of the time, all of the time to protect our same, same to protect our, um, our, our safety to protect our security, to protect our home, to protect our relationship, to protect all kinds of things. But for this, just getting really radically honest and feeling into like, what do you tune into? That just doesn't feel good. That just doesn't feel good. And, and get real about it. Get real. You tune into this and it does not, it like pulls you out of your heart. It pulls you out of, if you were to feel into like high self spirit, your soul aligned, your heart connected, right? And you're just, you're in alignment and you feel into that space, you feel into that space and then feel into 
what supports your own, like maybe listening to this podcast helps support you to just kind of come home to self. Like, ah, yeah, there is a higher way of being in myself. There is a more open way, a truer way, a more authentic way, a more soul aligned way of being in myself. And these things help to bring me home to self. These things help to bring me to love. These things help to bring me to the heights of myself. These things help to bring me into a higher vibration, a more conscious state of awareness. These people, these places, these things bring me there and get real about it. So I'm not joking, like write your list of what brings you there, what fills your cup. This is us owning our responsibility of what it is that we are tuning into, where it is that we are putting our attention, where it is that we are opening our energetic fields to. We've got to own that. We really have to own that. Owning the fact that, oh, you know what? I actually haven't talked to my soul friends or the people who bring me into alignment for three weeks now. I actually haven't listened to the podcasts or the done the workshops or listen to the da 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 that brings me into a higher vibration. Like get real, get real. Like where has your attention been? Where has your focus been? Where have your conversations with your soul friends been? Where have your conversations in those spaces that normally feel beautiful? Where have they been at? What have they been about? What level are they vibrating on? And just, there is no judgment here. There is no judgment. Like we're not judging self. We're not beating self up. We're not, none of that. It's just being very open and very curious and very honest about it, right? It's just this like quick check-in. Where have I been, right? And how have I come back to self? What are my tools? You know, how has my practice been? How has my practice been? Have I been consistent? in my practice, whatever your practice might be, right? I know my practice has been probably three times the amount of time that I normally practice has been what's supported and held me over the last few weeks. Um, But feeling into that, getting real about it, and then, you know, and then looking at the other side of that coin, you know, those are the supports, and then looking at the other side of the coin and going, okay, what's, what's wiping me out? What's bringing me into fear? What's bringing me into panic? What's bringing me into um, states of shock? What's bringing, and get real. There might be Facebook groups that used to feel really good to you and suddenly they actually add to the fear. There might be podcasts that felt really good to you before and now they don't. There might be people who you were having beautiful conversations with, but now there's this fear. And just like, let's get really real and really honest about how it is that we are supporting ourselves. And I know some of these like patterns or these habitual things of watching the news, going through Instagram, you know, how does Instagram feel for you these days? How does Facebook feel for you these days? Is this a time for social media break, right? So just giving us that little um, nugget to feel into and getting really real with yourself, really real. I know we talked in a previous live in our Facebook group about the discernment piece, like being so discerning and, and upping the filter right? Like you're filtering in what, what are you going to let in? I'm discerning about who, where, what, how much I'm very discerned. So up, up the discernment piece, up the filter piece. Um, and then there's another piece that just like flickered through my awareness to shift gears and to open up to another space. Um, uh, this is the piece. 
Okay, I'm trying to feel into what's the best angle to go into this. Okay, I'm gonna go into it through a weird angle. Through a weird angle, this came to me, this is something that I live by and is very, very nourishing for me. It's also very nourishing for circles that I hold, especially around the feminine. So this is kind of one of those like exploring the masculine and the feminine, the dance between the two. And this might be weird and it might set you off and you might think I'm, I've lost, lost it, and that's perfectly valid. You can absolutely think that, that's beautiful, but just see how this feels for you and how this resonates for you and what it kicks up or even what it triggers or what it opens up or it might be an aha moment in this. So for me, um, okay, this is gonna be a personal story just because I don't know how else to tell it. For me, I create wildly. I am an extraordinarily feminine being. I am chaotic, I can change on a dime, I can shift momentarily, I can um, create from the moment, moment to moment to moment to moment. I come into every podcast not having a clue where we're gonna go. Um, retreats and workshops, I don't, I, I, I have an overall energetic feel <laughs> and I have committed to certain things based on event pages in retreats and things, but I don't have an agenda. I read the moment, I read the energy in the moment. To me, that's very feminine, right? It's following Shakti, following Shakti, following the energy of the moment, reading the energy of the moment, being extraordinarily spontaneous, letting the energy come through that serves in the highest every moment, every moment, every moment, every moment, everything's changing, everything's changing all of the time, all of the time, all of the time, all of the time. It's also being very, very receptive and very, very sensitive. Um, and the capacity to tune into anything and to feel into anything at any time. So to shift the awareness and to feel into the whole of the collective, the grief, the fear, the anxiety, and the whole of the collective, you can, you can feel into that and it affects the whole of my body. The whole of my body will respond to that, not just here thinking, but the whole of my body will respond to that. Um, and to be sensing constantly on many, many different layers, many, many different levels all of the time, you know, like a million bits of information are coming in every single second, every single, and this is, this is a lot of like nervous system wiring and, you know, the, the capacity to be able to, to, to handle that, um, and to process that and to live from that place. Uh, that's a lot of wisdom that's there. It's a lot of wisdom that's constantly coming in. You know, instead of just looking through my eyes, you know, we have five senses. You can hear, you can smell, and so that's giving you more feedback to be wiser. And now imagine there's an, a million more pieces of information coming in. And like the wisdom in that, the wisdom in the unseen. So it's the seen and the unseen realms are open. So what I'm trying to get at, is explaining what feminine is for, for me and just for this conversation. It's this, to me, life is just creating itself constantly. So like life is creating itself through me. God is creating itself. The divine is creating itself through me all of the time all of the time and, and where am I creating from? Everything that I create and I, I create my breakfast. So I'm not saying that you have to create, you know, a, a painting or you have to create a book or something like that. It's, it's, I'm creating my life. You're creating your life. Every single moment you're creating, you are never not creating. Like that's something that we just really have to own. You're never not creating. Even in stillness, right? You're still creating stillness. You're still creating peace in yourself. You're still creating nothingness in yourself. You're still creating. You're, you're, it, all of the time we're creating, all of the time. I'm creating in my sleep. I'm sleeping and I'm creating. I'm creating in my sleep. I'm creating, I create a dream, I wake up, that creation of that dream has influenced my psyche. It has influenced my emotional state. I wake up like this morning, I had a dream. I woke up having orgasms, right? So I wake up, that has obviously influenced my life. So I'm creating in my sleep. We're never not creating. You're never not creating. So us owning that and not getting overwhelmed going like, oh my God, that's a huge level of responsibility, which it kind of is, <laughs> but not feeling scared about that. This is not about feeling scared, but owning that we are creating all of the time, 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 all of the time. And then, and then there's this piece, <laughs> I almost forgot my whole thread, of where am I creating from? Where am I creating from? Am I creating from the gutter? 
the gutter, the pits of despair, the gutter, am I creating from my unconscious, right? My fears, my, my unconscious um, pattern, family patterns, you know, am I creating from that place? Or am I, am I open channel, right? Am I creating, my heart is open, my womb is open, my throat is open. Am I creating from this open place where I'm connected to high spirit self, I'm connected to the depths, right? I'm, I'm really connected to the depths, I'm connected to the heights, and I'm just open and I'm creating through love, right? Love is pouring through me and I'm creating from this place. So where are we creating from? Where are we creating from? Just be fucking real. Like, let's let's just be real, real about this. Where and and it's a practice. It's a practice to check in, to check in, to keep coming back to. If I were to create from love, if I were to create from my connection to my higher self or my connection to soul, where what would I be doing in this moment? If I were to create from here, right? And this is this is intense practice. I mean, this takes training and training and training and training and training and training of self, of our nervous systems, of our energetic systems, of our emotional systems, of our psyches, of our minds, of our mental spaces, so that everything kind of comes on board and we just start to live. You just start to live in alignment with the divine, right? It is thy will, not my will. Like you just live in alignment and little ego self is, it just disappears more and more and more and more and more and more. So here's a wild, <coughs> here's a wild thing. I haven't gotten to the wild part yet. So if you're wondering if we've gotten there yet, we haven't gotten there yet. I'm still just kind of explaining this feminine creation way, right? How the feminine creates and and it's, and, and I want to just reiterate this for a moment. It's that chaotic, wild, moment to moment changing. It's not comfortable for many. Like for many, like you see like wild painters and you kind of have this image of like artists. Like that's kind of ex explains the feminine creation principle. I mean, that's not healthy. A lot of them are not healthy in it. But if you start to feel into, um, it comes with passion, right? It comes with passion. It comes with all of the elements are, are, are accessible. All of the emotions are accessible. Like it's life, right? Like it's life and there's a lot of life juice moving through you. It's Shakti, right? It's life force itself moving through you, pouring through you, expressing through you, through all of your open channels. And part of the work that we're going to do in that online thing I was talking about, right? The, the coming home to self, part of the work we're going to do is opening up all of the channels. So you don't have like one or two ways of expressing life force and Shakti through you. You have a million channels open, right? Like this channel over here isn't locked down, oppressed, repressed, shut down because it's always been that way in your family, right? So part of the path of rewilding and this coming home to self is opening up all of your channels, all of the channels. So there is a principle and you may or may not like this, but in order to operate in a way that is that wild, that full, that moment to moment to moment trusting, right? That ability to change on a dime, that ability to, to create, and again, we're creating all of the time, so it's not creating a book, it's not creating art, but the ability to create from that place is, this is what you're not gonna like, is dependent on the container capacity to keep you safe. It is dependent on the container's capacity to love all aspects of that expression. I know, right? I know. So the amount of fullness a feminine can have, the amount of freedom, creative freedom, amount of life expression, the ability to express through all of those different flavors is dependent, is in direct correlation. Let's use in direct correlation to the masculine's capacity to hold a safe space and to love every expression, every expression, every flavor to love all of those characteristics of the feminine, the changing on a dime, the reading of the energy, the, the expression that life is come, that love and life is coming through anger, that love and life is coming through bliss, that love and life is coming through as gentle rain, and then that love and life is coming through as 
torrential downpour that's just obliterating everything. Can you feel that? Can you feel, I know I'm getting to the point of where the hell this leads or even ties into um, the conversation in the Facebook group. There was this um, thread around surrender and around trust. And then there was also this thread around being comfortable in our conf confines, constraints. I know, I know this is trying to plug all of this in is wild. So just bear with me, we're getting there. So if we were to start to feel into our home, our home is now our sacred container. This home is now my sacred safe place. This home is now the masculine holding. It is now the masculine love. It is now the masculine protecting of my feminine essence. Can you feel how different that is? Can you feel how you still have ultimate freedom in there? Ultimate freedom. I know this is trippy and weird and your brain might not go there. But for me, I have ultimate freedom. Sure, the container looks different than it did a month ago. Sure, I can't get on a plane and fly to where I had planned to fly to. Sure, I can't get home to Wisconsin to be with my family, which I had planned on doing. Sure, I can't do those things. But the only thing that's shifted is my container has changed. So instead of my container being this big, right? Or in this shape, it's now in this shape, right? It's now in this shape. But regardless of the shape, I still have the freedom to fully express all of life through me. All of it, all of it. And if I don't, then there's something in me that can be developed around holding my own fullness. Around holding my own fullness. Can my masculine hold my feminine? Because I'm sick of hearing this whole thing of like, my man or my woman, my partner can't hold my fullness. Well, you probably can't hold your fullness because you've attracted someone in who also mirrors your masculine's capacity to hold, your masculine's capacity to love. You've attracted someone in that vibrates on a similar level to your own masculine's capacity. That's just kind of what's true, right? I know, I didn't mean to just bomb us and to like light us up, but like I said, no shadow work, but we're just kind of bringing, realness to ourselves and really asking ourselves questions about this, question, questions about this. Like, am I viewing these constraints in a limited way? Am I, is there a different way for me to dance freely in this? Is there a different way for me to look at this space or to look at this container, right? And I'm just giving us an offering. I understand and I am so compassionate that it, really might be challenging, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And the sooner we can stop belly aching about what it is, the sooner we can start loving the fuck out of it. The sooner we can stop giving more attention to how awful this is and how much I've lost my freedom, the sooner we can actually open up to the potentiality and the possibility of what the love and the divine could create through you given the current container, given the current energetics, right? Because it's never not flowing. Love is never not flowing through you. The divine is never not wanting to create through you. Your soul is never not connected to you, ever. Ever. It's just that so many of us have shut the channel off and we've gone, oh no, no, the circumstances aren't good enough for me. What? What? I have seen some of the most amazing, life-changing, humanity-changing things be created in times of war, in times of famine, in times of lockdown. Right? So where are we at here and what are we choosing? 
What are we choosing? Because you're going to create your reality. You're going to create the reality that you want to create, right? And this could be gloriously, wildly beautiful and amazing, or this could be the most god-awful, constraining, lack of freedom, shutting self down, pits of despair, fear-mongering, adrenaline, anxiety, attack of your life. We've got complete choice in here, right? You can't, we can't, we can't complain about this, right? Not when I have read books, um, I cannot think of his name. Um, he was in Nazi concentration camp, right? I cannot think of his name. He's Mark, Markle, maybe? Mark, Mark, Markle, Mark. Anyway, you can look it up. And for him to have said, you cannot take away, you cannot take away like my soul really, really is what, what came for me out of, out of his writings and out of what he's explored and, and shared in the world. You cannot take, you know, you see like people in prison for 50 years, like you cannot take away my soul. Yes, my container looks different. Yes, it looks different, but you cannot take this away from me. This is always here. I'm always creating. I'm always connected to love. I'm always connected to my soul. I'm always connected to the divine. Always, always. You can't, that cannot be taken from you. That cannot be taken from you. Your capacity to let love flow through you and let life express itself through you, let the divine express itself through you, cannot be taken away from you. It can't, it can't. You can shut it off or you can, step out of it and, and come from a different, turning the radio dial, come from a different vibration, but it cannot be externally taken away from you ever, ever, full stop, full stop, full stop. That's it. We're gonna end on that. Um, I'm so grateful, love you all so much, would love to do those two weeks with you, would lo love it. Like I would love to explore more of this, right? open up those different channels, soul work, opening up the capacity to embody the fullness of your own feminine, um, embody that masculine. So we'll work with both of those. Uh, and I would love it. I would love it. So you can do that in our Facebook group. You'll find a sign up. You'll also find the sign up on rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 86. Uh, there'll be a little thing there too. So, all right. I'm super grateful. And yeah, that's all I got. Mwah.